Hey guys, welcome back to Fleeky Foods and Friends. I'm Liz. If you don't know me, I run the Instagram Fleeky Foods and very recently this podcast. So today I am so, so excited for you guys to hear this episode. The guest, CD Young, runs an amazing vegan restaurant in the North Shore suburbs of Chicago. The restaurant is called Spirit Elephant. I live 50 minutes away from it, 50 minutes to an hour, and it is so worth the drive. I'm not even vegan, and it is honestly the best food I've ever had. It is so incredible if you are ever in Chicago. I highly recommend checking it out. In this episode, we talk all about her being vegan, what made her start the restaurant, how she started the restaurant, and all about some of her very delicious menu items. So if you guys feel so inclined and enjoy this episode, please rate and review it. It helps me out so much. And if you guys have any suggestions or requests for people or things you want me to talk about on this podcast, maybe in a solo episode, like I said, my Instagram is Fleeky Foods. You can find me there and definitely reach out to me via DMs. Without further ado, let's meet C.D. Young. Well, thank you so much for joining us today for this episode. And obviously, I've been to your restaurant a couple times, but not all of these viewers have had the pleasure of joining. So would you mind telling the listeners a little bit about what Spirit Elfin is? Uh, Certainly. So we are a completely plant-based or vegan, depending on how you are used to describing that sort of eating uh, restaurant. So we have no animal products of any sort um, at all. And um, we try to mix it up with being, you know, we both have a mix of very healthy, very whole food, plant-based foods. And we also have some comfort food that's designed for people who maybe aren't used to that sort of eating or want to be more satisfied after eating. So that there's sort of a place for everybody at the table, so to speak. Mm -hmm, Definitely. My stepdad uh, is a big meat eater. He was a college football player. And I know when I told him that we were going there for my birthday, he was like, I'm going to have to order pizza after. Like, there's no way I'm going to be full. And he got the burger and he was like completely satisfied. He was like, I literally can't eat anything else after this. I'm completely stuffed. Perfect. I know. I was like, see, I told you. (laughs) So, (laughs) So are you vegan yourself? Yes, I am. How long have you been vegan? And then what made you go vegan? So I've been been vegan a bit over eight years. Um, and I always, I always dabbled in it. Um, I, th- I think even back as far as I can remember, it was because of animals. I was raised in Iowa and grew up with horses and had a very strong connection, perhaps even more so than with my peers at that stage of my life, because it was very Mm -hmm. awkward, you know, (laughs) like middle schooler. And even then I sort of connected it, but loosely with my food. Mm -hmm. Um, But it wasn't really until the internet came around and you could see behind slaughterhouses and factory farms and all that sort of thing that I was like, whoa, so I can't, not only can I not even begin to do that anymore i also thought i don't think people are really generally aware of of how animals are treated on those places and so Mm -hmm. um it was sort of a dual purpose first of all that stopped me from eating animals anymore and then as i did that i started to feel better so Mm -hmm. i started to feel i lost weight i had more focus i had more energy I, f- I just generally felt better. So at that point, I started telling my friends this, forget about the animals, of course, that's a big deal to me, but 
also just to feel well and mm -hmm. and all those good things particularly as you get older i started just telling people and having them try the food i was making and all this and then then i was like okay i want to do this on a huge scale i want everybody to try this food so mm -hmm. there here we are <laughs> so then what inspired you then to open spirit elephant officially so my husband's idea was doing like a chipotle type restaurant and that does appeal to me too mm -hmm. um but i thought initially it would be more fun and interesting to start with to to have a place where it's almost like a test kitchen and that we can have a, a beautiful space that mm -hmm. sort of represents plants as well so you've been to our space mm -hmm. you know how filled with plants we are absolutely um yeah and, and not only like so it's sort of a gathering place that both represented and we could play with food and we could figure things out and we could be fun and we could have fun and people felt you know all that stuff just i couldn't get that out of my head so we finally of course you know he agreed happy wife happy life so, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so we we did it my way and um mm -hmm. i i yeah here we that's why spirit elephant came to be and then where did you get the name spirit elephant we get asked that all the time mm -hmm. so first of all you'd be amazed how hard it is to come up with a name you can trademark i mean lots of things are taken it's just unbelievable we mm -hmm. did start at I can't even remember now, but I mean, we went through like spirit animal, wild thing. I mean, all sorts of things. And what ended up happening, I was talking to the lawyer who was doing this and I was like, I, I, one of the names was Elephant in the Room. A chef friend of mine in the city came up with Elephant in the Room. I thought that was really cute, but mm -hmm. no, there's a vegan restaurant in Thailand <laughs> called Elephant in the Room. So I like, couldn't get my head off of Elephant because Elephants are such awesome vegans. Like they're mm -hmm. so powerful. They're so family oriented, herd oriented. They're just amazing animals. And so I couldn't get away from that. Um, and then it just so happened that we were looking at wild spirits as the previous name. Mm -hmm. So I said to the lawyer, okay, spirit elephant. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and that's why, but you know what? We have so grown into that name. Like, yeah. we, first of all, we do do cocktails and that sort of mm -hmm. program really thoroughly so the spirits element is there but also the spirit of the elephant is really relevant um so it's just kind of perfect it just worked out absolutely so from when you first got the idea to open spirit elephant to when the doors officially opened how long did it take so i would say summer of 2018 it became a very real like we're gonna do this mm -hmm. and then we opened january 2020 so that's just a year and a half, <clears throat> just a wow. year and a half, which is not that long. I mean, it's long, mm -hmm. but it's not that long. Yeah, definitely not. And then how has the whole pandemic kind of affected the restaurant? Because you opened right before this whole thing hit. I have great timing. <laughs> <laughs> it was such bad timing. Um, so it's interesting, though, because, um, yeah, it was a nightmare. Like, we opened to, we were packed. We mm -hmm. were literally standing room only, people spewing out the door the first oh, wow. six weeks. Um, and it was really exciting and really fun. Then the pandemic hit and it was just, mm -hmm. uh, and then we had some, a patron who had COVID who notified us. So we completely shut down mm -hmm. um, for a while. And then, yeah, so so coming back from that, it's, it's, it's interesting because I think people, 
do relate this sort of thing. I mean, honestly, the, the biggest theory out there right now is that live animal markets in China is where the mm -hmm. pandemic started. And there is a correlation between that and factory farming. And so like literally what we're doing is combating pandemics because, mm -hmm. you know, if the world went plant-based there, there probably would be little to none of them. Yeah. So um, I, I feel like we've, people understand that. And, and like, I feel like we've had a lot of support and people are, I can't tell you how many people have said, don't close, don't close. <laughs> and I'm like, mm -hmm. we're, we're not. So we're doing okay. We're hanging in there. We have the outdoor space now. Mm -hmm. um, I am looking into covering it so that um, in the winter, even we can have cross ventilation from the outdoors and that you know, you've been in the garden mm, yes. so of covering that in a glass mm -hmm. sort of like if you've ever been to Hampton social downtown oh, yeah. that sort of thing except with open air mm -hmm. elements to it so we want to keep it um we want to keep it a very fun space we don't want to let that outdoor garden go all winter that would be depressing so mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure out how to keep that going Yes, absolutely. I mean, what you've done on the inside and the outside is so beautiful with the decorating. Oh, and of course, and I feel like you guys adapted so well, because obviously I didn't know about you guys before the pandemic. Um, but it seems like with the takeout that you guys do and the brunch and the dinner, like you guys have just completely adapted to it. Thank you. Right. It's it, you have to be nimble. It's so hard on restaurants. I feel for all restaurants. It is really hard. It is just unbelievably difficult, but thank you. We're trying and mm -hmm. we have no intention of stopping. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Hopefully not. Cause I don't know what I would do without you guys. <laughs> uh, <I'm sorry. laughs> Ditto. <laughs> so did you ever consider opening it downtown or was it always, cause for the listeners who don't know, it's in the Northern suburbs of Chicago. Did you ever consider opening it in Chicago or was it always going to be a suburb thing? So the plan was uh, uh, the first, I live in the North shore. So the plan mm -hmm. was to do the first one close to me so that I could be so intimately involved without having to worry about commuting and and plus the north shore you know what's really interesting is that the south suburbs of chicago mm -hmm. have way more vegan restaurants than the north side of chicago so like the north shore it was really mm -hmm. lacking there's like one vegetarian restaurant that i know of mm -hmm. um I guess there's a small one in Lake Bluff, but Evanston has a vegetarian restaurant, but there's really nothing. Mm -hmm. And so those two things combined, being close to me and there's nothing here, sort of pushed us over the edge for um, Winneka. And, but the plan was to do Winneka and then do the city, not that mm -hmm. long after, but then pandemic, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's out of way, yeah. The Western suburbs have nothing like Spirit Elephant. Is like, that right? Mm -hmm, absolutely. Because I started researching different Chicago restaurants to go like vegan places. I'm not even myself vegan, but I just love vegan food and have always considered almost going vegan. Um, I'm completely dairy and gluten-free, uh, but I was researching different vegan restaurants to try out in the summer and Spirit Elephant came up and it was on my list and I convinced two of my friends to drive up there with me and I was like thank gosh like it's the easily the best one that I've went to this Aww. summer and when I came back I was like oh my gosh my mom like you have to try this she's also super into healthy eating and she loves Brussels sprouts and you guys have that glazed Brussels sprouts <laughs> that's just incredible and she's also nut free but oh. you guys have stuff that she can definitely eat which is so sometimes with vegan restaurants it can be so hard because a lot of it is nut based obviously Right. I think we're, we have, 
you have to try a new pad thai. That does have peanuts mm -hmm. in it. That is so delicious. Um, but I think most of our mains, most of our mains don't have nuts. The only things that I can think of that have nuts are like the cheesecake is cashew. Mm -hmm. um, and there might be a couple other things, but you're right. We're largely nut free. Yeah, which is so helpful for her because I feel like sometimes she can't. There's a really good vegan restaurant in Nashville um, that's kind of like you guys. It's called Avo, uh -huh. and it's super good, but like most of it is not based. I know that oh, really? they gave mm -hmm, they gave her like a menu of things that she could eat, and it was like super limited. Oh, well, mm -hmm. oh, good. I'm glad that we're, yeah. I mean, we're worried about allergies big time, you know. We're mm -hmm. very yeah, definitely yeah. very, very helpful with that. Um, and like I said, you guys have a beautiful inside and on your menu, it says eat plants, feel beautiful, which I just love. And where did you get that phrase? And what does that really mean to you? I have to show you this before I go any further, because you are the, you are the demographic, um, uh, and your viewer, your listeners won't be able to see it, but, uh, you can maybe like give it a shout out at some point. Mm -hmm. so that, where do, do you see this V-neck t-shirt? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. So we're going to put mm -hmm. those up. So oh, that's so cute. Yeah. It's really cute. I think it's kind of young, mm -hmm. but anyway, and I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so eat plants feel beautiful was very, I, I don't like cliche terms, but mm -hmm. I can't think of a better one than organic. Like it just yes. came to us. It wasn't like any like big planning thing, you know, it just sort of came to us and stuck. Mm -hmm. And now, as you know, it's both inside and outside. It's on a mm -hmm. big piece of art on the inside and on the wall and the outside. Mm -hmm. And it really kind of just fits. It's just like anything. If, if, if you do it, it works, right? It just mm -hmm. seems to work. And it, yeah. and it does represent sort of um, how we feel doing this. Mm -hmm. I remember my friend pointed out on the menu, we all were sitting there like, oh my gosh, this is so cute. <laughs> oh, good. Awesome. Well, if the young people like it, we're doing something right. <laughs> Absolutely. So what inspired you to start your guys' theme nights? Because I know you guys have Taco Tuesdays and now you just open Burger Wednesdays, right? It's all tied to pandemic because we're trying to think of things to be inclusive to everyone. You want all the people you can get for takeout or, or garden dining or whatever. So really it was, first of all, I can't tell you how easy it is to veganize those things. Like mm -hmm. like Mexican food is already almost there, you, you know, yeah. so. Um, and just having those theme nights, I think, you know, and also um, Liz, you know, midweek, it's less likely for people to go out or mm -hmm. even order out, it's less likely than the weekend. Yeah. So mm -hmm. having those midweek themed events bring, like last night was our launch of Burger Wednesday mm -hmm. and we were really busy. So awesome. yeah, so it just, those things just help. Mm -hmm, definitely. And then um, what inspired you guys with kind of the alcohol side of it? Because obviously I'm 19, so I can't drink anything there, but um, you guys have a super expensive menu and I know that they all look super like intricate and really interesting. The, the cocktail side of things is really important for um, the over 21s because mm -hmm. uh, it just, you know, mixology is a big deal now. And, and it gets really, like you say, intricate. And I'm sort of not an expert. So we hired a mixologist mm -hmm. and we actually have, even our assistant general manager is kind of mixologist. So it's really important. And, and they, you know, it's very botanical. Mm -hmm. So they use a lot of botanicals. I don't know, one of our, our signature gin and tonic is literally a chemistry experiment with um, uh, pea flower. It turns that in front of your eyes, and in a couple of years, you can try this. <laughs> in front of your eyes, you know, they pour in this, this um, tonic into this pea flower, and it, 
and it just transforms into all these spectacular colors. Um, so it's a big deal to us, like, because it is botanical, and it, mm -hmm. and it just feeds right into our uh, theme. So it's, it, it works really well, and they're really good at it, and they use all the fruits and the vegetables. And, and then I don't know if you've noticed on social media, we really have fun with the naming of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> gosh, definitely. So for the listeners that don't know, you guys have done two naming contests, right? Probably four. Oh, but really? Okay. So before your time. Yeah. Right. I was yeah. going to say, I think I've only seen two and I literally immediately after you guys post it, will DM it to my family group chat. I have three siblings <laughs> and me and my, my mom and my stepdad. I'm like, guys, you have to do this. <laughs> we need something. <laughs> and, and isn't it amazing how clever people are? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I always read through the comments and they're so good. They're so good. Like I, I could never come up with them and our signature drink well, we have a few of them. We have the elephant in the room and the elephant is Gerald. Mm -hmm. Those are our two probably biggest, besides the spirit margarita, which is not a clever name, but the elephant is Gerald and the elephant in the room um, are two biggest sellers. But the elephant is, now it even has a nickname. The elephant is, was, came with you guys, like the, the people on um, the audience came up with that. It was just so good. <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing. And then I'm super interested in like the business side of it as well. So like, how often would you say you're at the restaurant? Every day. I mean, if I, unless there's a really good reason I can't be there. I work, work there from um, sort of uh, the management team gets there around noon. So I get there around noon, mm -hmm. except on the, of course, on the weekends when we're open for brunch, that mm -hmm. every, everything's way earlier, but um during the week, I'm there like from noon and then the, the service team gets there around four and that's usually when I'm packing up. So I'm working there at the restaurant. In the mornings, I'm working for the restaurant from home. In the afternoons, I'm at the restaurant sort of 12 to four. And then usually in the evenings, you'll find me eating there. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what um, the other day when it was like my question of the day was like, what are you doing tonight? And you said like going to the restaurant with my friends. I was like, I'm <laughs> jealous like but uh, I just go sit there like with my friends any night that I wanted to <laughs> that is so cute you know um it is it suits my demographics so well because of the cocktail focus and the mm -hmm. health focus so yeah I mean I'm all, I'm always there and I and I get super excited when we launch a new menu item and we just mm -hmm. launched that pot tie and it's probably going to take me a few weeks to not order that every single time <laughs> because I like it so much. I know that's always the worst part about going is deciding like just one thing that I have to get. I'm always like, I just want everything. <laughs> and because uh, I don't want to order like the thing that I got last time because I want to try something new. But then at the same time, I know I really enjoyed what I got last time. Exactly. The dilemma. <laughs> Mm -hmm. uh, that's very sweet of you. To say. So how many of your friends would you say are also plant-based or are you the only kind of plant-based one of your friends? So fully plant-based, I can think of one, mm -hmm. but I feel like they're trending. They all tell me they're trending more. I can think of another one that's like almost, and then a mm -hmm. lot of them have said that, you know, they're thinking more about what they eat and eating way more vegetables than they used to and all that mm -hmm. stuff. So I mean, here's the thing too, Liz, I, to be plant-based, I don't think you have to be a hundred percent vegan. Like mm -hmm. to be plant-based, it's really about like, like they're trying to do, you just, you're aware of how, where your food comes from and you mm -hmm. act accordingly. And that's what they're doing. Like they are eating mostly, mostly plants. And I think that's really cool. 
Mm-hmm, definitely. That's what like, there are some days when it just, it'll be the end of the day. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like I really just didn't eat any <laughs> animal products. Today. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, the, there's no, there should be no, I know there's that element of veganism and it's getting smaller, which mm-hmm. is about all or nothing. I, that, I think that is not personally, I think that is not the way to approach this at yeah. all. Mm-hmm. It is, it is being as inclusive as you can be and like applauding everything you know what I mean mm-hmm. everything from oh I don't use um dairy butter anymore I bought this earth balance today I'm like you know mm-hmm. bravo yeah. <laughs> that's amazing that's, that's what it's about definitely yeah it's super interesting how in the past I felt like veganism was so extreme and it was either yeah how you said all right. or nothing and right. it was like if you're not eating completely plant-based like you can't ever say that you're plant-based exactly. and now it's so much more trendy and so much more kind of accepting of a community which I think is so awesome because Obviously, totally. like you want people to eat as much plants as possible and as little animal products as possible. Right. Do you think, Alden, I throw a question at you. Do you mm-hmm. think that your generation is aware of the environmental impact of eating plant-based and of that sort of thing? I think some people definitely. I think people who look into it more. Um, but I want to say that a lot of people who try to eat more plant-based, it's more of like an animal-loving kind oh, of it is. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so more I like bet- me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. And I think that's kind of where I first started from. I Do you know who Freely the Banana Girl is? No. She was this very extreme plant-based YouTuber and she oh. still is. She's very disliked. And I also <laughs> would say that I dislike her, but at the time it was like my first kind of introduction to veganism. She eats like, I think 30 bananas a day. It's crazy. <laughs> it's definitely like not, not the healthiest. <laughs> and well, she was making- awful. Exactly. Like, how do you even like bananas at that point oh, anymore? That just almost makes me gay. <laughs> right? Yeah. And she, um, so she would just come at these other YouTubers for not eating completely plant-based, which I was saying like kind of that early veganism where it was more like, if you eat animals, you're a bad person. Right. And um, so I had, that was my kind of first introduction to veganism and that, mm-hmm, yeah. Right. But it, thankfully I saw it and I was like, oh my gosh, the animals. Oh, right, <laughs> and right, right. so that was kind of my first interest in veganism. And then obviously once I went dairy and gluten-free, it made it like a little bit easier because I always already kind of cut out that full dairy aspect of it. Right. Right. So, which is what some people find the most mm-hmm. difficult. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's just like the hidden dairy products as well. You never right. really know, like if there's dairy and things, but that's what I love about the vegan restaurants as someone who isn't even vegan. It's so nice going somewhere and knowing that nothing that I order is going to have like some cheese on it because the worst thing is when you go to a restaurant and like, if I ordered, let's say like an omelet and it doesn't necessarily say cheese on the menu and then it comes out with cheese and I have to be like, Oh, like I can't eat that. I'm sorry. I hate doing that. And so it's so nice going to a place like Spirit Elephant where I can just order anything on the menu and know that it's going to be okay. Um, Thank you. And, And I have to tell you a cute anecdote about that. You would be amazed at how many people Mm -hmm. will write in their comments for takeout or say to the servers, "Um, can you please make sure there's no dairy in this? (laughs) They're like, no problem. (laughs) Actually, that'll be okay. (laughs) We got you. Yeah. And my boyfriend, um, he's Middle Eastern and he can't eat pork and he's not super, he's not super into like, 
dairy free, gluten free, anything, obviously supportive of me, but like, he just doesn't really understand it. Right. He's going to hate, he's going to hate me for saying this, but we, when we went there, he came for my birthday and he looked at the burger menu and was like, what's impossible meat. And I was like, oh, it's just like a plant-based thing. He was like, so there's no pork in it. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, no, you're really not going to have to worry about that here. <laughs> uh, I won't, I promise not to tease him about that. Yeah, I know. I'll have to make sure to tell him. He's going to listen to this and be like, okay, awesome. <laughs> um, so I know this is going to be a near impossible question, but what is your favorite item on the menu? Today, that's an easy question because I am so into our pad thai. It has, <laughs> it has just the right sort of um, amount of spicy and flavor and vegetables and, and filling rice noodles. And it's kind of, okay, so anecdote. Last mm -hmm. night I told you we were going with a bunch of my friends. They all ordered it and they all loved it. So, I mean, it's very, it's, it's very delicious. Mm -hmm. I will be ordering it every day for a while, but see, you know, it's, but it's the new factor, right? So mm -hmm. it, it was new to me too. So, you know, my old favorites were the curry and um, what else did I, I mean, we, we never don't get the collie wings. We get oh, the yeah. wings literally every time we go. So <laughs> I, I keep thinking every time I go there, like I might just get like two orders of that for my meal. They right. are. These came out with a new yeah. flavor, mango chili. Those went down really well too. So. Ooh, yeah. that sounds so good. I've only gotten the buffalo so far and I have tried a lot of buffalo cauliflower. Like that's always my go-to at like vegan restaurants or anything like that. And yours is by far the best one I've ever uh -huh. had. It is so good. And everyone in my family agrees. They, everyone was raving about the cauliflower wings. Ah, uh, well, thank you. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, they, they are that, they're almost by double. It's also mm -hmm. interesting. The most ordered item. And, and oh, it really? is because everybody who comes orders them. It's yeah. not like a main course where everybody's a little different. Like mm -hmm. everybody orders the buffalo wings to start. It's just, it's, it's probably our signature item. Mm -hmm. And what would you say for people that aren't vegan and are worried about not getting enough protein in a plant-based diet? My favorite <laughs> question. <laughs> so you can research this if you'd like, but, but one of the biggest um, falsehoods out there, well, it's kind of a twofold thing. I mean, first of all, let me ask you this question. Where mm -hmm. do you think elephants, gorillas, um, the massive bull cows, uh, I mean, think of the biggest, strongest animals you can think of. Where do you think they get their protein? Yeah, they're all herbivores. Do you know that ounce per ounce, broccoli has more protein than steak? Oh my gosh. So, wow. so, and okay, that's the first piece. So you get, remember I told you I have more energy now than when I, mm -hmm. yeah. I think I get better protein now than when I eat. And also you can research this, the amount of protein that has been pushed historically is higher than what you need. And then getting too much protein isn't even good for you. Mm -hmm. So plants provide plenty of protein. Yeah, you could probably find a plant that doesn't have a lot of protein. If you ate just that, yeah. you maybe would have an issue. But if you eat a variety of vegetables, you eat broccoli, you eat lentils, you eat, you eat a wide variety of plant-based food, you're going to get more protein than you need. So it's a non-issue. It's just one of those things that maybe it came from the meat industry. You can't blame mm -hmm. them if that's true yeah. because you know you want your competitive advantage to stay. Um, but you definitely can get your protein. If you like soy, I love tofu, tons mm -hmm. of protein. So, so you know, you, you, there's not, it's, an, it's a non-issue. That's why I love the question. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. I did not know that about the broccoli and the steak. 
Wow. Yeah, well, you, yeah, nobody does. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, crazy. obviously steak's heavier, so you'd have to eat a big bowl of broccoli, but the yeah. point is you're going to get plenty of protein if you eat broccoli. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just thinking of like things like edamame has so much protein. Protein. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's in a lot of vegetables that you, I mean, clearly if you, you, if you Google you, which veggies have that as protein, you'll see, but, but all of them have some, and some of them have a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was actually really surprised at how much protein green beans had. I had no right. idea. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, it is interesting. And then if you're a, if you're a person who can eat nuts, they have tons of protein too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Think of peanut butter. Tons. Of oh protein. my gosh! Yeah. yeah, I love nut butters. Nut butters are like every morning. I just want a big spoonful of nut butter. <laughs> but your poor mom. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh, she eats yeah. uh, the sunflower butter. Oh, she can. Mm -hmm. I don't like the sunflower butter very much, but there is the product. Have you heard of granola butter? Uh -uh. It's so good. Okay. So it's kind of a startup company. Uh, It's based in San Diego. I want to say it's the Instagram is queen and Co. a little plug for them, (laughs) but it is so good. It's literally just uh, like ground up oats or like ground up granola. And it tastes like liquid Teddy grams, you know, those little um, like honey graham crackers there. It's so good. I would definitely recommend trying some. It really sounds good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's free of the top eight allergens, which is so nice, especially for um, like schools. I'm not even, I don't even work with them. I just really like the product. (laughs) I have to get some. (laughs) Yeah. It's super good. And they, I think they just sold out yesterday, but they come out with a pumpkin spice flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super good. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know every recipe I've made in the past month has been pumpkin flavored. And I'm like, I'm so sorry that like these just keep coming up, but oh, I, so good. <laughs> thank you. So good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just craving so much pumpkin. It's like, it's not even like that. I think my followers want that. I'm just like, I need that <laughs> right now. I think, I think most people love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Unless maybe if you live in like Florida and you don't really feel like the weather change. <laughs> Maybe so, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe true, but there are a lot of transplants down there. So even they might. <laughs> true. <laughs> and then to wrap up, I have some, what I call the fast money questions. <laughs> okay. So um, the first one is what is your favorite way to move your body? Tennis. I love tennis. Favorite way. And then secondly, I did the stationary bike at home. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, and then what is your favorite recipe to make? It can be like one of your recipes or also if you like making anything kind of spirit elephant inspired? Um, easy. We have been, when we don't eat at spirit elephant, we have mm-hmm. been making mushroom and broccoli. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a, it's like a stir fry and we make this incredible sauce with a little vegan mayo and um, a little uh, red pep, crushed red pepper. And we thin it out with a vinegar and um, some citrus. And it, we mix it up with the, and I told you the broccoli is a protein. So mm-hmm, and yeah. mushrooms have protein. So mm-hmm. sort of a high protein vegan meal that you can put on rice, you can put on pasta and it's so tasty. Um, that's, that would be my favorite thing to make right now. Oh my gosh. That sounds amazing. <laughs> so good. Mm-hmm. So how do you define clean eating? Because there's obviously kind of so many different definitions of it and what's your own personal definition of it? So for me, and this is going to be, you know, skewed animal. So I think eating animal free is clean because, you know, animals are fed antibiotics and all sorts of stuff. And if you eat organic plants, you're not getting the pesticides. So I think plant-based eating as a whole, as long as every ingredient is, you know, clean itself, Mm -hmm. is the cleanest way to eat. But then, then sometimes I do want to go that 
extra step where it's kind of whole foods plant-based eating, but I'm a little looser than most people. Like I consider the pad thai, even though there's a rice noodle, which I guess people would call processed, but I feel so good after light, you know, it doesn't stick mm -hmm. with me. So that, which has edamame and carrots and, you know, vegetables, that's super clean to me. That So my definition is probably not as strict. I don't know mm -hmm. what you're, I'd love to know yeah. yours. What mm -hmm. is yours. Yeah. I would definitely just say like as eating close, I think Broccoli Bank, who was my first guest um, on this podcast, said it so well where it's eating as close to the earth as possible. Right. And I try to eat just, yeah, not process things. I think like having things like an RX bar, if you're kind of on the run, I try to eat even packaged things that are more whole food based, but I try to make all my own meals myself. And if I go out, I try to get those things that are more close to the earth and less processed. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good definition. Better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> so what is one thing you'd want your followers to know about you that they wouldn't get from your page? Um, something you're passionate about kind of outside of Spirit Elephant? That is such a good question. Uh, it's funny you ask that because that's a hard question for me. Because honestly, besides my family, you know, mm -hmm. I have three children, mm -hmm. um, two adult children and one who is 16. Um, you know, they, of course, take up a lot of my um, time in a good way. Mm -hmm. And they're and they're at home now with the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, and they're all pursuing their thing and and I guess so what would I want them to know I'm just I'm just an average person who's like pursuing her passion and I would say that's kind of living the dream like if you mm -hmm. can do whatever it is you do and and pursue it and you love it and you care about it um that's sort of one of the keys to happiness I think Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think the fact that you open that restaurant is amazing. That's like my dream is just to open a, <laughs> a little health food restaurant. Um, so that's so amazing that you were able to do that and how wildly successful it's been in the North Shore. Oh, thank you so much. I really of appreciate course. it. And there's no greater validation than the young people seeming to be happy there. I mean, it just makes me feel so good. And, and mm -hmm. your smiling face in that <laughs> picture kind of epitomizes that. And that's mm -hmm. why I love it so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that. That cake was amazing. <laughs> I know for sure next time I'm coming, I need to try the brownie sundae. That looks you have to so, try brownie sundae. So good. That's next on my list. Next yeah, on my list. For sure you do. Yeah, that, that's my favorite dessert. Okay, awesome. Good. I'm excited. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the episode today. If you want to let the listeners know where to find you on Instagram. Sure. We are Spirit Elephant Restaurant um, on Instagram. And yeah, we would love to see all the, the smiling face young people pop in sometime. It's just, it does us all a world of good to see, to see <laughs> the youth come through the door. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Liz. Have a wonderful day.